a busy wife and a lazy TV-obsessed dad navigate through their marriage troubles with the help of, you guessed it, the devil. This is Stay Tuned. Video Store Wasteland. of Video Store Wasteland. I am Brian, your host here, and your guide through the video store. Uh, I do apologize for this being late the last time. I had to re- record this episode, just uh, to be completely honest. I don't know if the points are going to be the same, mostly because let's just say there's a little technical difficulties because I am learning this equipment still. And... Uh, you know, it took a little bit to get this really annoying hum out of out of it. I would play you the hum, so instead I'll just play you this. They're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God! All right. I, I hope you, you thoroughly enjoyed being annoyed. Uh... So anyway, like I said in the beginning of the episode, little intro there, this uh, episode is going to be on the 1992 movie, Stay Tuned. Uh, so I guess before I've explained a little bit of how I exactly choose something, I go through a lot of these streaming sites and uh, see which one looks, which one as in which movie looks the most something like you would see in a video store and if it lands in that video store we go ahead and uh watch it and this one happens to be that exactly that i mean it was 1992 probably the height of the mainstream era of video stores i guess more so because uh before the 80s not everybody had access to such such products in their home think of it when dvds came out it came out technically i think in the late 90s so like 99 2000 but not everybody had a dvd player to like maybe to the mid 2000s by that point we were already heading straight to streaming by 2008 with netflix crazy stuff really fast uh <laughs> uh so let's start like we always do uh and see what movies came out in the year 1992 for if knowledge is power then a god am uh, so 1992 we have things like uh batman returns in the Sino man which you know if you haven't seen a poly shore movie go see that it's great uh we have my cousin Vinny. We have Alien Three, Universal Soldier. No, I mean it's Alien Three, Universal Soldier is a different movie. Is it all together? Anyway, we have Wayne's. What movie. is it? It's a gun rack. A gun rack? A, a gun rack? Yeah, right. I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. What am I gonna do with a gun rack? We got one point four. We have Candyman. We have Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me. And uh you know, go ahead go ahead and try to watch that. Makes a little bit more sense than the show, but it's kind of like a geez, how would I explain? Let, just watch it. Then we can talk about it. Uh we have Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. We have the bodyguard. 
Oh, the player. Well, well, I recommend that one. Okay, great, great movie. I think it's uh, Richard Altman. Definitely watch that one. Uh, and as we always try to see, let's see if that year politics was involved in the Oscars. And no, no, it was not that year. Silence of the Lambs won. That's a goddamn great movie. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. Definitely recommend watching that. I mean, how how can you uh, <laughs> how can you say no to this? A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. All right, so I guess let's move on a little bit into the background, mostly cast and crew of it. Uh, so this movie stars John Ritter, John Ritter and Pam Dwaber, two of the bigger stars, television stars of the 70s and 80s, John Ritter being on the Love Boat and Three's Company. Uh, so he's been on TV since 70, 76. So he just, 76 to 85, he was just known on TV. And this movie came out in 92. So he's still riding up the, the heights of that fame. Because uh, 80s was an interesting time where being on a sitcom actually meant something. It doesn't mean shit nowadays, but it meant something back then. And Pam Dwaber was uh, Mindy and Mork and Mindy. Nanu, nanu. Uh, you know, one of the bigger shows on television, I guess. I mean, there's Robin Williams. How can you argue with the mastery that is Robin Williams? Uh, and everything else isn't really too of note. I mean, we do have Eugene Levy in the movie, uh, but we also unfortunately have uh, Jeffrey Jones, which if you do not know anything about him, he uh, falls along the lines of the Kevin Spacey type. But unlike Kevin Spacey, this guy is still working. So, I don't know. I'm going to do something about that. Uh... Crew-wise, we don't we're not really seeing anybody who'd go on and do anything more of note. Uh, it was directed by Peter Hames, who was also the cinematographer on the movie. He did uh, Time Cop, which is John Claude Van Damme movie, and Outland, and also to any ten, the year we make contact, which is a sequel to Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, and I guess it is kind of. I don't know if it is based on the book because there are three sequel books to the original book, which was written at the same time as 2001. A little tidbit there. Should be fun to, fun to know that. Uh, and then it was not really written by... It was written by Peter Berger who wrote... Or edited by Peter Berger who edited Fatal, things like Fatal Attraction and Star Trek Generations. Uh, interesting that there are one or two more like Star Trek connections in the movie. I'll talk about that a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I, this movie isn't really drawing anything from its, I guess, more technical side of it. It's more drawing, draw, you know, audience from uh, two of the bigger stars in television at the time. So that's what we're really... I guess more focused in on the technical side of the movie is interesting. We'll talk about that in a bit. So let's go ahead and move on into the discussion of the actual film, I guess. Let's do that.
All right. So, it's uh, a really, the movie, stay tuned, 1992, really interesting concept, I think. Because uh, it is about, like, a couple that gets sucked into a sort of demonic television set. And it's literally that the the villain played by Jeffrey Jones, rightfully so, is a demon who is sort of the head producer for a television network, specifically running programming for the devil. And the whole point of the, the games that they play here is that the people die at the end. So it is... It is like, it, it almost plays itself off like it is a kid's movie because it does have a lot of those tropes, a lot of uh, Mickey Mousing of action. And if you don't know what Mickey Mousing is, Mickey Mousing involves uh, sort of the outlining of actions through through music. So uh, a great, great example of this would be the scooby Or any of the witch sounds from uh, from Looney Tunes. Just you see that, you understand what it is. Uh, and that's present through the entire movie. That sort of sound tracking or audio accompaniment. Uh, which which is interesting on on that side because it really doesn't. Uh, do anything for the movie it tries to it tries to the movie itself tries to be this whole whole like touchy-feely thing where the kind of almost estranged uh couple gets back together through intense pressures but uh, i do recall a line from from speed that says otherwise i've heard relationships based on intense experiences never work okay to base it on sex then. Whatever you say, ma'am. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, demonic television set, very epic soundtrack, or t- demonic television network, I guess. A very epic soundtrack and a uh, a married couple that does severely, severely needs therapy. But it's 92 and that doesn't exist yet, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there is they do have children and it was the kids idea for them to go away but because the guy is so obsessed with television he he doesn't really do any of that so it's it's very typical in that sense the writing doesn't really express itself or present itself as groundbreaking i mean doesn't really have to be i guess in this sense because all in all what the movie is is really it's actually really entertaining which uh you know it's it's cool i mean i laughed at a certain point to the whole the whole the whole points where they get into the television uh it really feels like the interdimensional cable episodes of rick and morty because it's a lot of like fake television shows that uh they they just sort of uh, present out there and it, it's pretty funny. Let me you know what I had I have uh, I have here right here I have the list of different uh, shows that they had. So like things like Three Men and Rosemary's Baby, uh, 
the Meet the Mansons, which is a sort of like Charlie Manson as a kid show. It's really, really fucking weird. Uh, you have some like Northern Overexposure, which, you know, is parroting over or Northern Exposure, which is a cool show. I saw it a couple times. There is a Star Trek Next Generation spoof in it. So there you go. Star Trek keeps coming back. Let's go Star Trek. Heh. <laughs> Uh, there is a Wayne's World parody, and this one, uh, they were actually supposed to get Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. I almost called them a Wayne again. That's funny. Uh, but they were supposed to get him, but they were working on, on Wayne's World at the time. So, you know, what can you do? Uh, really funny part of it was like the fake commercials do, because then they have this thing called the silencer of the lamps and, with my new equipment that I have here, the one that it took me a fucking week or so to actually learn how to use, uh, you can, I can record clips from the movie, so I'll just play this clip from Silencer of the Lambs. For those long, tedious car trips, you need the silencer of the lambs. Driving will never be the same. The silencer of the lambs. Silencer of the pets sold separately. Yeah, but that, 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 I don't know. that's what I thought was funny about it. It's not. Of the movies that I've seen so far, it is the one that had me scratching my head a little less because of how straightforward it is really it's there's nothing it's trying to do it's just putting these people in perilous situations from set piece to set piece it's kind of coherent i guess you could say uh but all in all something that it is that uh It's more than I can say about the other other things that I've watched is that it's actually entertaining. Man, I, I would definitely recommend it for that. Uh, don't really have much else to say about it, really. So I guess I'll just leave you guys with that. I'll do little, little small things like this. I do have other things that I'm planning to do. Hopefully this next one will be uh, a little better than this. But uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>